3: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, lays it in to Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey slaughtered.
2: Edub Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat podcast. I'm your host Edub. Thank you for checking us out, taking some time out of your busy schedule to come kick it with the folks at the Hawks Beat, man. We really appreciate you guys. Um Again, this is Season 7, Episode 44 of the podcast. We appreciate the support. Appreciate everybody. Uh, you know, all the support, man, from our our Twitter followers to our, our YouTube folks, everyone that consumes our content. Uh, it makes what we are doing worthwhile. So I appreciate hearing from you guys. I appreciate the YouTube comments. Um, The Twitters back and forth and all that jazz, man. So just, you know, just appreciation, man. I appreciate (laughs) y'all. So uh, in this episode, man, we're going to kind of briefly go over just some takeaways from the Hawks and the Warriors game. A good win on Friday night. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to take a little bit, talk a little bit about the Hawks and Nuggets preview. Uh, That game will be happening later on tonight. And, uh, listen. I'll be glad when they get off this West Coast trip (laughs) because those late night games are a doozy. And I hate that I don't podcast right after the games. But look, when you got a full time job and you got to wake up at six in the morning, uh, doing a podcast at one or two in the morning is not the business. But uh, yeah, we're making it do what we do, though. So adjusting a little bit on while they're on the West Coast. And uh, just kind of making it work. So we're going to go a little Hawks Nuggets preview. And then we'll be out your way, man. Just not not a long extended podcast for tonight. But, you know, we want to get into uh, just some, uh, some takeaways and some previews as far as the game is concerned. I wanted to start, though, with just a bit of Hawks news. Um, as everybody knows who follows the Hawks, Lou Will has uh, been traded to the team. I don't believe as of yet that he has joined the team. Um, he's not, uh, I haven't just received, I haven't received any information that he has joined the team as of yet. So I doubt he will be available tonight. If he does have a go, it will be kind of a surprise and a late, um, kind of one of those late 11th hour type things. So I don't expect to see Lou will tonight. Um, also Travis Schlink uh, spoke with the media on Friday. If you're following our YouTube page, if you're subscribed to our YouTube page, uh, make sure you go by our YouTube and check out that full interview. But if you have not, I wanted to play just a few clips from that interview and uh, so we can see and, and so you can just hear a little bit about what Travis had to say about the trade and about uh, Lou Will. So let me, let me grab those clips and uh, we'll, we'll play those real quick.
0: Just kind of what was the just to start out? What was kind of the thought process behind um, the the trade and letting go and bringing in
3: Luke? Well, we certainly didn't go into to the week um, with the plans of, of trading, um, though. Um, but as you know, dialogue you know took place throughout the course of the week. Um, you know, we we just. We felt like we were getting a, a pretty good deal um, there. Uh, obviously, we were very appreciative of everything Rondo gave us uh, while he was here, and we were certainly comfortable moving forward with him. But you know, being able to you know pick up uh, a couple future draft picks and being able to get a player back the quality um, that we were able to, um, and Lou. Um, you know it just it kind of made sense for us you know one of the things that you know we're all aware of is when Trey's gone to the bench you know we've, we've struggled a little bit offensively um and so you know the hope is bringing in Will as is, is everyone knows he's one of if not the best bench scorer in the history of the league you know three times six men the year so you know we felt like you know that addressed it, addressed one of the things that um we saw that well, we could we could fix moving forward, and then you know you know the icing on the cake, so to speak, was the uh, draft assets moving forward.
2: So that was Travis just saying, look, man, we didn't really go in to this trade deadline with the idea of letting go of Rondo, but that was kind of a <laughs> the Clippers really made him a deal that they couldn't they couldn't uh, refuse. Uh, this next question, he talks a little bit about rondo and me not rondo about lou will and uh where does he see him playing he's going to play the point guard two guard or whatever uh good question from sarah so here's here's what you had to say about that
0: um so just to to follow up do you see lou kind of being that kind of go-to backup point guard that can kind of get the second unit going and um also what are you looking forward to about kind of the leadership that he can bring i know you're losing a leader in Rondo and kind of a veteran presence, but you're also kind of bringing in someone who could maybe step into those shoes.
3: Yeah, I think the, the, one of the nice things about Lou is, you know, he's a combo guard. You know, he can play on the ball. He can play off the ball. Um, certainly can run offense. Um, you know, i, I personally you know i've only spoken to him once last night so i don't know him but a lot of the folks that have worked here um were here when he was there or when he was here earlier um uh, i'm sure most of you guys are familiar with them but you know you're i've never heard anyone have anything negative to say about lou as a person um i you know i from all of the intel he's very straightforward in the locker room and you know is very black and white and direct about you know how he sees these things and, and those are positives so um you know we're excited to add him to the to the roster
2: so the last thing i want to play for you guys is a question about john collins and the thoughts about you know what were the thoughts about him, you know, going into the deadline and, and this, that, and the other? So, uh, I'll let you hear. I'll, I'll keep the question in there so you can hear how the question is posed, and uh, then you'll hear Travis respond.
3: You, uh, you mentioned your team uh, getting healthy and playing better. Um, how much did these last ten games factor into your um, trade deadline decisions, including how receptive you might have been to
1: interest in John Collins?
3: Uh, Yeah, there's certainly um, no doubt. You know, playing better, you don't you don't feel the need to shake it up as much. um, You know, as to John. um, You know, there's been a a ton of speculation out there um, all along about John since you know the negotiations didn't get finalized uh, last year on his extension. But you know, we've we've been steadfast that you know we view John as a big part of our team, a big part of our franchise, and um, you know we. We, like all our players, you know, we, we do our due diligence um, to see what their value is, but I don't think that you've ever heard myself or anybody else in the Hawks organization say that we don't have um, great great place, great value on John. Um, we do. Um, so uh, we've never had any serious conversations with any team about, um, you know, moving him this year.
2: So, basically... Yes. <laughs> so basically, Travis is like, you know, yes, we were taking phone calls. And I told y'all the whole time Travis is going to be taking phone calls. He wouldn't be a good general manager if he wasn't taking phone calls, you know. Um, but, I mean, you're not just going to move him for the sake of moving him. You're going to try again after after the uh, season is over. Because he's a restricted free agent, you have the ability to to match any contract that is given to John. And if you feel that, um, you know, a team is offered too much, then you know what? You're not going to match it if you feel like, OK, this is what we can do. And and John has to John's credit, he's been doing his part, been playing uh, some really good basketball, and he's proven that he's worth more than that for, that 90 mil. <laughs> so the prices, the price of the brick has gone up, as some folks would say. So, uh, again, check out the full interview on our YouTube page. Make sure you go by and subscribe. We're going to take a quick little break, here from one of our sponsors on the other half of the break. We are going to talk a little bit about the uh, Hawks and Warriors, just a few takeaways, and then we'll get into the Hawks and Nuggets preview for tonight's game. You'll see the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 44 of season 7. I'm your man E-Dub. Keep it locked. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawksbeat podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain. Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment, all for $37. Yep, I said it, first time visit, $37. So call our guide, Dr. Rick, 470 470 395 three four seven eight that's four seven oh three nine five three four seven eight stop letting that pain fester call dr rick at dow family wellness tell them the Hawksbeat sent you and take the first step to living pain-free all right ladies and gentlemen we are back Hawksbeat podcast episode of 44 it's your man edub um Let's take a look at just some takeaways from this Hawks and Warriors game on Friday night. And again, it was a good win for the Hawks. 124-108 to to the uh, Stephen (laughs) Curry-less Golden State Warriors. Um, You won a game that you had to win, you know. And that's what you want to be as a basketball team. You wanna be a team that wins as many of the games that you're supposed to win as possible. You're now two and two on this road trip, which isn't bad. You know, it isn't bad. You would have liked to been able to close out the Clippers. You would have been it would have been nice to get the win with the Kings, but look man, it's not easy to win in this league. And uh, two and two isn't that bad for the road trip, you know. If you if you end up this road trip with a five hundred record, I think that is fine. I think a 500 record on this road trip is fine because uh, road trips are tough, man. Road trips are tough. So you have another tough game uh, tonight against the Nuggets, and you don't apologize for your wins. You never apologize for your wins. Um, and you win as much as you can. You win the games that you are supposed to win. Uh, first takeaway from me, for the Hawks and the Warriors, is that Bogey's back in the starting lineup. Um To me, that's like adding the fourth infinity Stone. <laughs> I had said uh, in the in the previous podcast and podcast before, once Bogie gets up to speed, he needs to be in that starting lineup uh, pretty much because he is one of your five best players. and if you're starting your five best players, he needs to be in that group. Um, I like them coming off the bench, but I think that he is better suited to be a starter. And um, I will tell you this, while you do have a better five, because I do believe Bogdanovich is a better player than Kevin Herter, I do believe that it's going to, you might see some growing pains with this starting five inserting Bogey in there. Now, Bogey's a vet. He knows, you know, how to get his spots, but it's going to take time. And we told you guys all season, you have a lot of new pieces with this ball club. And it's going to take time for everything to really mesh the way it needs to mesh. One thing that you're going to notice when you watch the Nuggets play tonight is how cohesive they are as a team. Um, one of their strengths to me is their cohesion. Yes, it doesn't hurt to have a MVP candidate in Jokic, but... Um, they really play some really good team basketball because they've all been there for roughly three and four years, you know. And that matters. That matters. This is year one of all of the Hawks pieces being together. So, um, you put this Hawks team together, and if you're able to keep everybody together for three years, I believe they will be just as good as this Denver Nuggets team. But, um, yeah, you may see a little bit of growing pains there. Um, I don't know if you'll see it tonight or next game, but... um, I believe Bogey's in that starting lineup to stay. So that's your best five. The expectations are definitely going to go up. Because, I mean, again, you have your five best players. A concern for me. A concern for me is now um, that second unit. Even though you bring Lou Will in there. And I think that fortifies a little bit the the point guard position. You have Herter, Lou Will, and Gallo. And that is a murderer's row defensively. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a good way. Um, Yeah, so I think with that defensive unit, I mean that second unit, you're just going to have to hope that you can sprinkle in a a little Chris Dunn if he comes back soon. Uh, Maybe you can sprinkle in a little uh, (laughs) Cam Reddish and maybe DeAndre Hunter while he's still getting on the men. But those three together defensively, uh, I don't imagine that'll be tenable for any stretch of the uh, a long periods of time, so I imagine that lawyer. I mean, Coach Pierce. I mean, not Coach Pierce. I'm sorry, Coach McMillan is going to have to do some mixing and matching. But at the end of the day, I think they'll probably just be, just be fine. Last takeaway from the Hawks and Warriors is: Look, man, let's not let's not ignore the obvious. John Collins was special. <laughs> he was special, guys. 38 points, 14 of 19 shooting four or five from three, um, six or seven. Even hit, my man was even hitting his free throws. I mean, the thing I like about John Collins' game and the thing that I like about the stat sheet, he led the team in field goal attempts. And, like, that's big to me. Trey had a good game, 21 of 15, 15 assists. Anytime you get 15 assists... Listen, I mean, you're not going to sneeze at that. Like, that is a great game. And the fact that Trey Young saw that John Collins was cooking, that everyone saw John was cooking and made a point to give him the ball, is big. You know, if John Collins has it going, he needs to be leading this team in shot attempts. You know, I think that is the next step in the maturation. But um, I didn't want to let this takeaway go without talking about John Collins. He was special, and more importantly than him being special, they let him be special. You know, they let him be special. They got him the ball. A lot of times we've seen, like, oh, man, John is cooking in that third quarter. John is cooking in the second or first quarter. And by the end of the game, you're like, yo, what happened to John? You know, why did he only put up two shots in the fourth? Why did he only get, you know, you know whatever the case may be? But that is what I like to see, and that's a good sign of maturity. Maturity. So good win for the Hawks. Um, Let's go to today's game, guys. Hawks and Nuggets, the little preview. uh, Just kind of some news and notes. As of now, Bovada has the Atlanta Hawks as four and a half point underdogs, which is to be expected. The Nuggets are a very good team. They're a playoff team. Um, Right now the Nuggets are the fifth team in the West. Uh, they're seven and three in their last ten, and they're on a well, not really. A is it a streak if you've only won one game? <laughs> the last game they played, they beat the Pelicans, so you know they're. Uh, I guess they're on a one-game streak, if that is even a thing. Um, the Hawks. The Hawks are currently six in the East, and we've seen how quickly you can go from four to six to seven to eight, even all the way down to twelve with a good week of basketball. Um, Hawks are playing good basketball. They're 8-2 in their last 10. Again, we talked a little bit about it uh, just a few moments ago, but their last win was against the Warriors, and they're currently on a one-game win streak of their own. Let's look at the injury. So as of now, and this is I'm recording this in the afternoon, things can change, but as of now, the Hawks' injury report has DeAndre Hunter, Chris Dunn, Cam Reddish. All three of those guys are out. And Lou Williams, I believe he is out as well because I don't think he has joined the team as of yet. So I, could, I think they're still kind of working with Lou Will and all that stuff. Uh, DeAndre Hunter had a little soreness, so I know they held him out of the Warriors game. You want to be cautious with this. You know, you don't want to rush things back. You know, you're, you're playing against Denver. It's, no, it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not, you know, you don't want to risk the healthier guys. You know you got some good players out there, so um, you'll be a little short-handed without Hunter, but um, you got to make it work. You got to make it work for the Nuggets. Nuggets are pretty healthy. Um, the only guy on their list is Monte Morris. He is out. They had another guy who was who was on the list, but I don't even know who that guy is. So, <laughs> um, Aaron Gordon, of course, their acquisition, Aaron Gordon and JaVel McGee they're actually on the injury report listed as day to day. So I'm not sure if you're going to see them tonight or if they will play, but, uh, I know that they are, um, you know, if they're not playing tonight, they're on the way. So good acquisition. Let me just say, I think that that is a good acquisition for the nuggets, picking up Gordon and picking up McGee, uh, solidifying that, that, that front court. And, uh, you got to tool up, you know, because, you know, in the playoffs, if if you if you run into guys like A.D. and, uh, you know, those those guys in L.A., you know, you got to have the trees to bang with them. So uh, I think this was a good move for Denver. Um, let's do this. Let's go to a quick break i want to, i want to get one of my sponsors in here real quick and then we'll finish things up with just uh some keys to the game and some housekeeping and uh, i'll let you I'll be, I'll be out of your hair so again this hogsbee podcast episode 44 of season seven uh we'll be right back this segment is brought to you by tillman's trinkets and things custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man Edub to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen, it's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. But one thing you don't want sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof lawnmower 3.0. That's gonna give you that smooth, bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the Weed Whacker, Manscaped's state of the art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to Manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT. Again, it's Manscaped.com, use our promo code for HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. All right, folks, we are back. The very last segment of the Hawksweet Podcast. Again, thank you for checking us out. Make sure if you um, stumbled onto the pod and you want to share it, uh, we will uh, very much be appreciative of that. So uh, go ahead and reshare, retweet the show. And uh, we just appreciate you guys taking some time out to listen to us ramble about the atlanta hawks (laughs) last segment man Uh, again just wanted to plug a our our social media if you uh, a big part of what we do is on the social media front so uh subscribe to our podcast if you can go by apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating we would appreciate that um our youtube go ahead and subscribe there i think we're up past around 300 uh subscribers so uh, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube and follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook our screen name on that all of those are um Hawksbeat all oh, just one word Hawksbeat so go ahead and do that and um become part of the family also make sure you check out our sponsors that have been um the the commercials that you've heard and uh, make sure you show them some love as well so last but not least man keys to the game i usually tweet these out but i decided i'm going to start hiding these things in the podcast to drive listenership to the podcast not giving these out for free now listen to the podcast get these keys to the game so here are the keys to the game as I see it. Uh, first things first, I say play with pace. Play with pace. I think that uh, I think an up-tempo game would favor the Atlanta Hawks because, you know, you have guys on that second unit like Gallo. You have guys like Herter. Um, you, you have a little bit of depth there offensively, so you can afford to get out there and run, you know. Jokic and those guys, you know, they play really good team defense. But I think that if you get to a spot where you can kind of get up and down, I think that would kind of favor the Hawks, favor kind of Trey Young's skill set of, you know, getting in in that paint and uh, making things happen. So playing with pace, uh, play kind of a quick tempo, I think that would benefit the Hawks. Key number two, game plan for Jokic. Now, here's the thing. Jokic is, is, is a is a MVP candidate. He's going to he's going to get his. and and, and I think that the first time you guys played, I, I think that they did a good job on him. All things considered, but I mean, he's a special talent a big man that can do what he does as far as dribbling, as far as passing, shooting, creating, and just running an offense from 7 feet up in the air, it's special. (laughs) Like, you don't see many of these guys uh, growing off trees, growing on trees. The idea for, for, and, and I know they got a game plan for him, because you have to game plan for him. I would say you got to go at him offensively. On, I mean, go at him if, if Clint, you know, Clint and JC, those guys down low, go at him. You know, don't go around him. Don't be afraid of him. You know, he, he's, a, he's a pretty decent defender, but you got to go at him. Go at him. Hopefully, you can pick up some early fouls and get his behind on the bench (laughs) but yeah if if you're trey young get into that paint try to draw some of those fouls on him and i think getting him in in foul trouble is probably the best thing you can do to limit his effectiveness so play with pace game plan for Jokic, and the last thing i i think uh, as far as keys to the game team defense uh Team defense will be at a premium because this team, as I said earlier, the Nuggets team, they play very well together. They've been together for a number of years, so they know how to share the ball. They know how to get to their spots. You have high IQ players like Jamal Murray, like Paul Millsap, like Jokic. Those are high IQ players. They know weaknesses. They know who the weak defenders are. They know that they're going to be prepared. It's a good coach team. They're going to be prepared. So you've got to run them off that three-point line. Play good team defense. Talk to the guys. You've got to talk to each other. And uh, I think that those three keys are going to be critical if the Hawks want to come out victorious. But um, I think that about wraps it up, guys. So um, I appreciate you guys for checking us out today. Man, that's about it. Uh, Hawks-Warriors takeaways. Hawks-Nuggets preview. Uh, We will be back. Let's see. We'll probably record another pod on tomorrow afternoon. Kind of recapping the Nuggets and looking forward to the next game for the Hawks. Let me just pull up uh, their calendar real quick to see what we got behind uh, the Denver Nuggets. So, let me do-do-do-do-do-do. Where is that? Where is that? Atlanta Hawks. I should have already had this pulled up, but I don't. (laughs) The next game is going to be Tuesday. 10 o'clock game. Mercy, they're killing me with these 10 o'clock West Coast games, guys. Uh, So, yeah. So, tomorrow's podcast, we're going to recap the Nuggets. We're going to preview the Suns and look at that team who is playing some really, really good basketball. And then, uh, maybe we'll do a recap uh, as far as the month of March is concerned. Because those are the last two games in March. Then, we are in April, guys. Can you believe it? The month of April. We're going to finish out uh, this road trip. You got games against the Spurs and games against the Pelicans. So, um No rest for the weary. No rest for the weary. But this is the Hawks Beat Podcast. Again, uh, shout out to everyone um, that took some time out to to listen. And I got to shout out a special special, uh, listener uh, sent a message on the Hawks uh, on our YouTube. Uh, He said, uh, let me still pull it up. He said, uh, Mr. Ramasaki. Ramasaki left a comment on the uh, on the YouTube on our YouTube when we went live the other night said I couldn't watch this live. Unfortunately, I'm a big fan of the podcast, so I just want to shout you out, brother, brother Saki and, uh, you know, representing for the Japanese, my, my, my Asian brothers out there. Much love to all of you guys, man. Uh, And like we said at the end of every podcast, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So, if you do not know him, you need to find him and show him some love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E, love. We out. Peace. Freebeats.io. Freebeats.io.